Here's the situation, Rush. I'm gonna describe some conditions of a massage, and I'd like you to tell me if you tap out at any point. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I'm Rush Howell. I'm TJ Jagodowski. And this is Here's the Situation, a real podcast about hypothetical situations. And we are coming to you still in the middle of the COVID uh, quarantine. And uh, this week, our theme, TJ, is massage in a bottle. Indeed it is. Massage in a bottle. So uh, your first one there kicked it off with some uh, massage related right, right on uh, point. Right Straight up. Start. Straight up massage stuff on that one. Yes. Um so uh, I'm going to get right into it. Here we go. All right, buddy. Uh, I think I think everybody knows, but uh, probably not. There's probably you know we have th- probably thousands of new listeners on this episode. <laughs> so just for all those thousands, I'll say uh, I've I've got some scenarios, situations, if you will, that I'm going to ask uh, TJ about. He hasn't heard those before. Uh, he's got some situations I haven't heard before. He's going to pose to me. We'll alternate. We'll do six or eight of them, and we'll be done sometime between 45 minutes and 90 minutes from now. You'll hear it in several weeks, uh, and then you'll write in and tell us uh, some things that we screwed up. Out of curiosity, Rush, when do you think is really the last time we've we've gotten a new listener? Oh, I mean, the first with the first episode we had at least a few. <laughs> right, and then, and then I think after like episode eight, we stopped we stopped getting new people. We just solidified the base at that point. I I think. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. Uh, let's not pretend that's that solid either. Uh, all right, uh, TJ. Yeah. Um, here's the situation. All right. You fall into a deep, pleasant sleep. Oh, I wish. Oh, I wish. As, as you wake up from that sleep, you find yourself in an underground or or seemingly underground laboratory. Okay. There's all sorts of beakers and flasks, test tubes. There's a pot in the center of the room, like a cauldron that's brewing with smoke coming out of it. The whole room has kind of a, uh, a pleasant feel to it, more like an experimental uh, magical area than, than you know, some sort of uh, a nefarious scientific lab. Okay. Uh, but you don't know how you got here, and it, it seems a little bit disconnected from time and space. Indeed, you can't see any doors or okay. windows or any suggestion of the outside world. Just as you're kind of coming to and noticing what's hanging around, you look around. There's shelves all about the room with uh, uh, with all sorts of interesting accoutrement uh, mm. against those shelves, like uh, uh, rabbit's feet and uh, uh, herbs and spices of all sorts. There's like a raven skull. There's uh, any number of different things uh, up there. But then there's... Dozens, if not hundreds, if not thousands, you can't even uh, begin to see all of them. Little vials with different uh, potions and of different hues, all sorts of colors. Okay. Um, and as you're as you're taking all of that in, uh, you turn around and see, and you don't remember if she was in front of you a moment ago or wasn't, but you see an old woman, a friendly looking woman, uh, wearing a long. Uh, a long gown and uh, who has hands of someone who uh, clearly has worked with uh, 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 w- with all of this equipment for for many many years. Okay, I was hoping she and had she looked- this, the hands of someone who's clearly worked with Mark Harmon. I have so many questions about Mark Harmon. I'd want to ask, you know, like oh yeah, okay. Well, unfortunately, no. uh, unfortunately, that's that's a later message. Ah, Massage in a bottle scenario. Okay, or the Harmon <laughs> scenarios. 
Um, and she looks at you and says, Thomas Jagodowski. Oh, boy. I am happy to see you. You seem a good sort, and I would love to help you. Well, you see, I have many powers, many special powers that I can brew up and put into a bottle of a potion for you uh, that can bring you great joy and great happiness. Unfortunately, my curse is that in any potion that I brew, I must include some ingredients that if, if they are pulled out from the potion, they will destroy the potion and I will not be able to give it to you. Hmm. You understand me so far? Mm, enough to keep going. Yeah, it's a difficult curse that I have. <laughs> I hate, I've explained it hundreds of times uh, uh, to many people. Sorry if it's a little confusing. But I'd like you to tell me, Mr. Jagodowski, three things that you would like to change about yourself. Okay. All right. Um, let's say um, this is off the top of my head. First one, no pun intended. Maybe a full head of hair again. Okay. Um, I would like a, a generally lower level of anxiety. Very good. And I would like the time, patience, and talent to write something of a of a length of a of a well and of a good length, like a like a novel length. Oh, very good. These things I can do all of them. And she huh. she dis, uh, not disappears, but walks over in a corner and and for five or ten minutes searches around in all of these different vials and then comes out and uh, shows you um, three vials. Okay. The first is a yellow one, and the yellow one she says uh, this will give you will restore your full head of hair. Okay. Yum, this. yum, drink, drink, drink. I drink it before I hear any other details. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, uh, no, she won't hand it to you. Damn no. it. Uh, this, this orange one will remove your anxiety. Not ah. entirely, but will significantly lower it. So you have less of a concern about your level of anxiety. So it's like, uh, it's like Jameson. Uh, yes, but without the bad effects. <laughs> Great. Just only pleasant, uh, no side effects. Great. And finally, this, this red one will give you the time, patience, and creativity to write not just one, but multiple pieces of fiction, be they novels or plays or anything that you like. It will give you the great concentration to do that. Okay. And then I also will put in many of these, and she pulls out these green vials and says, each of my potions will have 10 of these green vials. And what the green... Uh, ingredient does mm -hmm. is it will give you a lovely day a day oh. where the the weather will be perfect you will have no responsibilities you will have no weight on your shoulders and you will have the uh the the attention of all of your friends if you wish to reach out to them just a, a nice perfect one day okay and then unfortunately i must show okay, you here these is. other ingredients all right and each time I pull one of these ingredients that they must go into my overall potion, mm -hmm. you, uh, if I pull two of them, the potion will explode and you will not get any of the benefits of the existing potion. Okay. If, but however, you tell me to stop at any point, you will get all of the benefits that are in the potion so far. Okay. Are you with me? But I think so. The first time I hit, just so people know, you're actually showing me tokens and and bag and a bag and stuff so this this is gonna who are these people what are you talking about <laughs> i'm talking to our readers um, ah, yes. uh so 
uh, just so I'm clear, the very first time one of those potions, one of the last potions you showed me, um, it blows up. It, it's done. We're done at that point. Yes, but okay. the, the first one is a warning shot. So okay. The, so the potion can tolerate one of those bad ingredients. That's the curse that's on me, but not two. Finally, however, there is this, Ooh. the worst ingredient of them all. Okay. If I pull this one uh, and put have to put that in, it will blow up the potion all by itself. All of the other five bad ones you need two of, but this one will do it by itself. Okay. So, there, so there's one... Uh, kind of black ball that will destroy it all, if you will. So there's just so I have my numbers right. There's the three that I the three that I want. Each yes. of those for each of those, there's ten of the greens. So no, there's, there's a total of ten greens. Okay, there's ten total. There's there's the three good ones yep. that you selected. Yep. And and then there is uh, the good day the ten good day greens, bad ones, five regular bad, one very bad one, and one very bad. Okay. Okay, so okay. there's 13 so positive, me. 6 negative gen- in general terms. Okay, great. Uh, so first, would you like me to brew you a potion, or would you like me to teleport you out of this? Brew it up. Brew it up. Okay. First pull. Oh, dear. It has started quite badly. Oh, okay. One of the warnings. Huh. Nothing to lose. Would you, would, you, Nothing. Uh, would you like me to continue? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Why? Why wouldn't I? Yes, very good. Very good. If I draw another one of those, you're out immediately. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I, I didn't lose anything. I, I haven't had anything. I have drawn one lovely day. Draw again. You now could stop, and you would have one lovely day. I'm, I'm going to have lovely days regardless. I'm going to have lovely days. Two lovely days. All right. All right. Uh, Draw again. Draw again. Yeah. I will. Three lovely days. Now you could stop with three lovely days uh-huh. or continue. Go. Go, baby. Draw again. Two more lovely days on this one. So now you're up to five lovely days. Yeah. Pull. Pull, baby. Pull. Uh, very good. Two more lovely days. You now have seven. You have a full week to use at your at your discretion, All one right. day at a time, anytime you want. I think it's the potion. I think I have. You, I continue. I think I have five good days, uh, five good day chips left, five good day spells left, five destructive spells left, and and my three that I really want in there still. Yes. Pull, baby, pull. We will continue. Ah! Destructive. The potion has exploded. The potion has exploded. Now, the one nice thing mm-hmm. is that I don't tell people at the beginning is <laughs> you get a chance at two potions. And I will tell you, you might think after the second one, I'll give you a chance at the third, but I won't. Yeah, I can't. Uh, my curse is that I can only give two potions and I can't tell about the second one until the first one comes <laughs> okay. uh, until they explode. So, uh, unfortunately, you got nothing on the first potion, but you would like to press again for a second potion. Oh, yeah. We start. With lower level of anxiety. All right. It's pulled right away. Would you like me to continue? Quit. Or would you like to leave with that? We can quit. Okay. Very good. <laughs> now, would, would you have quit had you hit any of the three that you wanted? Or yeah. Um, yeah. Well, if, if I had hit right there, if I, if I had hit any of them, yeah. If I had hit hair restoration early, I would have kept on going. If I had hit 
time patience. Oh, well, and... that, was, that, that was the first one. Yeah. That was the first part. Right. Okay. But if I had hit that early, I probably would have kept on going when, when I felt yes. like odds were more greatly in my favor. If it, at, right now, at this point, when we were at, if we hit any of those three, I would have, I would have, I would have stopped. Um, yes. But yeah, but and early on, also earlier on, even if the numbers were still in my favor, if we hit the time, patience, and talent to write a novel, I probably also would have quit, quit then. Yes. But good days, I think I can get. Good days, I think I can, I can, I can amass some good days. Um, but I wasn't going to stop. I was either going to go zilch or one of the one of the big ticket items. Uh, very yeah. good. You want to rabbit hunt and see whether you would have gotten a second or third? Uh, I'll let I'll, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Uh, very good. Well, congratulations. You have uh, lower anxiety. Yeah. Th- thank you. That's that's not that's that's all right. I like that. I'll take that With any that, any day tele- of the week. You're teleported away. This was this was that was a, a nicer situation than I you know like first thought it could be. You know, you end up in a room with no memory of how you got there and and all that. Uh, a bubbling cauldron in the middle of the room. You you. you you, you could think the worst at that point. All oh, right. Yeah. All right, Rush. Um, here's here's your situation. Good. You are the creator of Massage in a Bottle. It's a product that if you purchase, it provides through vapors the relaxation that b- would be received from one half-hour massage. It's uh, great, great invention. Pretty proud of it. Some, some questions for you now. Um, you've just made it. It's not, it's not out there yet. So... Mm-hmm. Um, how, what is your initial impression as to how you would like to market this thing? Cause you, you could market it like kind of legally as a medication through the FDA. You could sell it kind of as like a street drug. You could, um, put it on like in, in a bar. It could be sold like a bottle, like a bottle of beverage in a bar. It could be a supermarket product if you wanted, if you wanted to go that route. What, what is your initial impression as to how you want to get this to people? Well, look, I'm not going to be associated with some sort of inferior sham product, you know. <laughs> um, so we're going to go through the process of getting FDA approval. Okay. And I'm going to get a, uh, you know, what, whatever you call it, like the, the, the use patent or whatever it is, where I will have the, the sole ability to uh, uh, to use the massage in a bottle type of uh, uh, relaxant pill. Um but in, in order to demonstrate that it is uh, viable uh, and it's not a snake oil situation going on, I'm going to go through like the uh, the FDA approval process, get get the stamp of like legitimate medical, you know, blah blah blah, and then uh, and then get this thing um, get this thing out, get it to uh, hospitals, and then it can help people. Maybe I could also use it to go to like chiropractors and other stuff like that, where people uh, in particular have uh, joint and uh, muscle pain, uh, but that's going to be the process. Okay. And your vision of it is more as a medicine than a recreational, uh, recreational product. Yep. Okay. And do you think, do you uh, envision it as an over the counter, like a prescription kind of thing or that you can get, um, I'm sorry, uh, over the counter or a prescription kind of, kind of thing? I I would think, Probably in the long run, this thing should be over the counter. Okay. Like everybody should have access to it. It doesn't sound like, I mean, it sounds like it's some sort of uh, uh, muscle and uh, and joint relaxant. And okay. so, um, yeah, we'll sell it over there. We'll, we'll, we try to get this thing into like your Walgreens, uh, your, okay. you know, I hear your CVS. You. Yeah. Um, if sold individually, 
a a one one bottle one one vapor filled bottle of a uh, massage in a bottle what do you think's a fair price for something that gives you instantaneously or you know pretty pretty instantaneously the 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 relaxation of a one half hour massage i mean how do you put a price on relief that's what <laughs> that's what people have been asking us for months ever since we've demonstrated uh you know well, some, in- some people are saying like, it's got to be less than what I would pay for a one half hour massage, right? I mean, there's the convenience that it takes 30 seconds or whatever, as opposed to a half hour. But would you put it, you know, like what, what's that one half hour massage, 40 bucks, 50 bucks or something like, like well, that? Well, uh, first of all, I, I would, I would dispute that it has to be cheaper than a massage because, you know, you can save the hour. Mm-hmm. You can get the full relaxation. Of a you one half a cons- hour massage, one half hour. Yeah, massage. the half hour, the yeah. half hour. You, you get you get consistency with our product as well. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're in a different town, a different place, you know, right. you might not have a massage therapist that you like. So I think we could have uh, easily priced it more than a massage. However, um, we want this to be accessible to people, and so we said that for uh, the price of nine ninety five, you get mm. uh, one That's- half hour. Uh, massage very affordable and do you see them being sold in as singles or is it kind of like a three pack six pack ten pack kind of kind of thing ideally or comes as a ten pack oh, okay great you're you're strongly uh, discouraged from taking more than two in a day okay <laughs> but uh if you want to take um and and the the effect is not uh, additive entirely so if you take three you don't get an hour and a half worth of uh, relief you just get you get closer to uh, still kind of a 30 minute type feel uh, because it's kind of how long it's in the bloodstream. Okay. Um, If you were to choose a spokesperson, if you don't want to say specifically who that would be, that's fine. But do you think it would be, you know, um, someone from the medical medical community? Would you go with someone who's just like famously laid back, you know, like a Dean Martin type, or who would you kind of envision as the the face of what you want? uh, You know, how do you want this represented? Well, that choice was kind of made for us because <laughs> Red Couples, the golfer who has uh, a history of bad terrible back, back problems, yeah. but is also also known as the most laid back guy on the tour and uh, beloved for how laid back he is. Um, but he tried everything, everything to try to deal with uh, with his back and had to go through all sorts of extremely long massage therapy and other difficult uh, treatments, chiropractic work, everything else. And he tried our product and loved it and said he, he wanted to be the spokesperson for it. And we said, who, who huh. could be better than somebody famously to have background, right. famously to be laid back, who has uh, enjoyed our product. So Fred <laughs> Couples is our main if you can get If you can get Boom Boom on board, you, you don't say no. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, uh, the name had just been a working, a working name for the product. We also, uh, we sell a three pack for 1992 to commemorate his <laughs> master's victory. Uh that's uh, a so deep that saves you saves you about ten dollars yeah that's a 33 percent discount that's a that's a deep discount um yeah. what uh the oh the the name had just been kind of a working title are you you satisfied with massage in a bottle i know it gets the it gets the message across for sure it lets you know what the product is um is there do you want to you know doll it up or or you know or, or have something that sounds more medicinal or you know to it that that sounds a little more authoritative than something that sounds a little like you know la-di-da like massage in a bottle or well it's got you know a a name a medical name 
but massage in the bottle is what's going to be the, the on the rack okay. uh, that you see uh, to, to purchase. We love the name. But, okay. Uh, it, its actual name is, you know, a long, uh, like, 14-letter word that uh, nobody really needs to know or, or, or uh, sure. seek right. to buy it yeah. as. But, uh, it, you know, again, our work with the FDA, we have some specific medications in there. And the, the last question, and maybe maybe the most morally ambiguous one, if it's proven that massage in a bottle can be addictive, that people can get hooked on it, you know, like other, there are some other legal products that people can become, you know, dependent, uh, dependent on, would you still, and let's say that that fact comes out pre-release to the public, would you still release the product if it was shown to be um, uh, uh, addictive? I think it would depend on the level of addiction, right? We have a spectrum between heroin on the one end and, uh, you know, cigarettes, cho- <laughs> chocolate, right. chocolate on the other. You know, if it's a chocolate-like addiction, I think we can, uh, you know, I mean, Advil can be addictive, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to get rid of the pain in my back. I keep taking the Advil. So if it's something like that, but if, uh, you know, we've done, we've done a lot of tests, um, we had uh, a bunch of mice. Uh, we couldn't tell if they were addicted to it or not because uh, they so were relaxed. so happy. <laughs> so uh, relaxed. After taking massage in a bottle, <laughs> that they just they formed us uh, just a, a very uh, a friendly, friendly but austere society, and um, it was impossible to tell whether they were addicted or not because uh, they were dem- democratic in all things. You're hooked, but you're so relaxed. It's tough to act on the addiction. You know, like. Uh, yeah. A buddy of mine had a T-shirt that said, uh, "I'm I'm I'm like a chocoholic, but with alcohol." <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was it. That was it for for massage right. massage, in, massage a in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, TJ, uh, here's the situation. Yep. I'm going to give you a few things that are uh, typically offered in multiple different forms. And I just want to know which one you like the best and why. Cool, buddy. Okay. Yeah. And this is coming from Massage in a Bottle. And I will start off with um, back in the days where you would have a, a cold beer. Yeah. Uh, were you a bottle, a can, or out of the tap? Who? I, 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 I will say this specifically. If it was a frosted, if it was a frosted mug... Then I would go out of the out of the tap. There was there's a couple places that I would go where like you know it really the 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 mug was sep- mug was kept separate and cool. Otherwise, uh, bottle preferably. Okay. Yeah. And are you a um, you're not a big soda drinker, but what what soda would you drink if you if you had to have one these days? Uh, I'd probably go straight up straight up regular original Coca Cola. And for that. Uh, are you doing a bottle, a can, or do you want it out of a fountain? Oh, if you can get, if I can get my hands on a bottle of that, nice cold bottle of that, that's that's fine with me. Glass feels what good in it? the hand, man. Yeah, what is it about those bottled cokes that everybody seems to love them? I think from what I've been told, it's it's like Mexican Coca Cola, and they they're still using the pure cane. Um, I don't, I haven't drank straight Coca Cola in such a long time that I don't even know if I'd know the I'd know the difference. Um, but also, if if we got off of colas, then I'd probably go. Man, I run right to the um, oh rush. Never mind. I'm gonna change my answer. A okay. like a small batch microbrew equivalent of a, a black cherry, a black cherry soda. That's what I would go with. Oh, 
Oh yeah, that's yeah. isn't that the best? Yeah, yeah. That stuff's great. Black so, cherry. And now great. you're getting that. You want it in a bottle or a can or out of the. If bag. I could get a bottle, that'd be sensational. Then I would go fountain, and then I would then I would go then I would probably go can. But yeah, if I yeah. get a bottle of black cherry, yum! Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, do you have any? Uh, I like the Doc Browns, but I don't know. Um, you got any names of good uh, black cherry sodas? Uh, Polar, Polar makes, uh, regular straight sodas. I know you and I are, you know, are, are massive fans of the club soda, but they make straight sodas and they make a black cherry. Yeah. I think the, uh, you know who used to make it? I don't even know if that company's, do you remember New York seltzer? Yeah, I, we drank the hell out of that. Yeah, and it was all clear, right? If I'm remembering correctly, it was all clear, yes, just all different clear. colored labels. But they had a really good black cherry, and I liked, I liked their, I liked New York Seltzer's black cherry. They did. We I, that's that's great. That's a two years game for me. Yeah, I've told you about the two years game, which is where you say something that that both of us have heard about before, uh-huh. but neither of us have heard about in the last two years, oh, God. Or, or, or or really just that the other guy hasn't. So like New York Seltzer, we drank. I, I, probably a thousand of those, but I haven't had a New York seltzer in 30 years and haven't thought about it in probably 10. I, so ho- I hope they're out there. Nice. I just thought the other day, I just thought of Fruitopia for the first time in forever. I used to drink a lot of Fruitopia. Yeah, that one I have thought of in the last two years, but uh, I did drink a fair amount of Fruitopia. I, that's just like a funny word that comes, I don't know why it just comes up in my head every now and then, but New York seltzer, man, never, absolutely never. Um, Okay, uh, so now let's talk about you, you know we're t- we're already kind of talking about fountain drinks. Um, what kind of ice do you like? Best? Oh yeah, you know, sure. You can take your ice yeah. cubed. You can have it pebbled. Yeah. You can have a single big cube. You can have those smaller, yep. thinner rectangles, uh, or you can have anything that I didn't mention there. But what what are your top couple forms of ice? My t- top form of ice is a little pelleted barrel that barrel sized like movie ice, for lack of a better lack of a better term. I love yeah. barrel, little barrel, and the, it 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 crunches easy. It's like there's air whipped through or something. It's a real a real soft crunch. Um, I think I, that's what I referred to as pebbled, or is it okay. different than pebbled? That's perfect. Yeah, pebbled. Okay. Any kind of any kind, and then any variation on like on that. Um, yep. When um, like at home refrigerators have crushed as an option, then crushed. Um, it, whether in soda or not, or like as its own thing, I love like shaved ice, flaked, you know, pulverized. If it was slushed, all of that, all that ice is great. And then I might just go huge. When when I did used to um, have have uh, you know hard hard alcohol, I I would take it either neat or very light ice. But on the times that I wanted it iced, I liked that that movement they made to just like. You just got like a one cube, you know, the, the bigger than a bigger than a golf ball, or um, yeah. you know, or a block like the size of a child's building block, just one in there, you know, like yeah. less surface area, I guess. So you got a little less meltage because there was less, you know, yep. area for the liquid for the liquid to to work off of. So yeah, I go real little, smashed up, and then skip everything to just a big block of it. Yeah, what's the worst kind of ice? Um, like old fridge ice that's kind of like a half moon, but has that, that sort of kind of like, it's like the ice somehow jerkied a little bit. It's, you can tell it's shrunk from what it was originally. And then there's like a little kind of, uh, I don't know, like dry surface on it. That's, that's more like, you know, like a box of baking soda that got left out than a nice ice cube, you know? 
makes that weird noise that sounds like it's constricting yeah you can hear it right yep. it's like sucking it there's like a in. squeak like a cheese curd I, squeak to it that it's you know it's just yeah it's bad it's bad yeah i i, I still like that better than the those cl- those bags of ice that you buy at like a 7-eleven that you say ice and okay on the outside and it's a huge chunk and then you got to throw it into the floor yeah. a couple times and uh, I, I those, don't. The, the, those are my lowest two forms of ice. I don't mind that one as much fresh because it's all. Those usually have the hole in the middle too, right? Like it's it's like a. Am I thinking that ice right? It's usually like a round, like a can can shaped, but usually often a hole through the middle of it. Yeah, it it might, but it's so big because the whole block is you know a couple. Yeah. Feet or a, like a five pound bag. Yeah. yeah. I think it does have some, yeah, it does have some, some yeah. things like that. That ideally is, is out, is, that's like, um, outside ice, you know, like it doesn't end up in the cup. It's there to chill the thing, but it, it's there to chill the thing you're going to drink externally and not from inside, you know, it keg keeps the keg cooler, keeps yeah. the beer, beer bottles cold, but not inside your cup. Yeah. You walk into a breakfast restaurant. They okay. say uh, we got two eggs. Any way you want them? How are you taking your eggs more times than I'm, any other? I'm a scrambled guy. I'm a scrambled. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then they say um, uh, they, they're going to bring you a side of uh, of meat. What are you What are you taking for that with your with your eggs? I get my druthers. Give me sausage patty. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow, sausage patty. Yeah. Big play. Big play. Heady, heady, uh, heady play. <laughs> yeah. You stay you stay at that you, you have such a good time, you stay at that restaurant for lunch. Uh you're gonna have some corn on the side. You want that on the cob, off the cob. How do you want your corn? Keep it on that cob, baby. No. And then uh you finish you finish up, uh you leave that restaurant and you've stayed there all day, you had a wonderful <laughs> series of meals. Uh after you have your dinner where they, they're gonna serve you a steak. How do you like how do you want to take your steak? I go uh and you know, this will this will this will tick off, you know, actual steak connoisseurs. I go uh, to medium uh, on the well side. I uh, I, I kind of like it all light brown. Medium to well? Throw yeah. some ketchup on there and some... some <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, don't take me to full heathen land, but I, I like I like yeah. it medium. I like medium well. All right. And then <laughs> uh, you, you, uh, you finish off dinner and head out to, again, back in the old days, you head out to, to a bar with some uh, friends. You order the first round, and they say, uh, uh, run the card or keep it open. Are you run the card or keep it open, guys? Oh, open, open, baby. All right. <laughs> the world All of right. possibilities. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen tonight. <laughs> there we go. That all, that all came from bottle or can. All right. All right. Um, let's see. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll do this one. Here's the situation, Rush. For years, you've been going to a friend's for dinner. They always have this delicious red wine poured from a nondescript bottle. You know um, you've asked about it before and been told by your buddy that he buys it by the case from some shop in Wisconsin and drops it, drops the the, the, the topic there. One night you notice that he's poured over a dozen full glasses out of the bottle and the level hasn't dropped in the least. You wow. confront him quietly and he says, yes, you've been right. It's a bottomless, it's a bottomless wine bottle. Cool. Some follow up yeah, questions cool. with with this um, this being you know truth. Some follow up questions based on this. Is your immediate assumption that your friend um, is that your is your immediate assumption that your friend has been dishonest about other things as well in in your relationship? Uh, 
No, uh, that wasn't my like gut reaction. I mean, I want to know how I got a uh, magical endless wine bottle, but okay. it, I, it doesn't immediately make me think uh, he's been dishonest with me about a bunch of other stuff. Okay. And is your immediate assumption um, that your friend is magic or your non-magical friend has come into possession of a magic bottle? Super interested to know. Don't know. Want to know. That's really my, that's where my head is at right now is. I want to know the answer to that question, but if I if I'm having to place a bet, I would say my friend came across this magical item somehow. Okay. Um, do you press? Maybe he uh, wished for it with a uh, benevolent witch. In <laughs> too true. Too true. And maybe this is one of one of his great days as well. Maybe he doubled. You know, doubled up. Um, do you? Um, assuming now that you're at a dinner party, it's a small dinner party. Do you? need to immediately press for all the details then or can you be persuaded to let it lay until a discussion later in the week this is a good friend of mine right yep i i I can let it i can we can let it wait okay um your friend is married do you now look differently on his spouse that um assume that she was in on it doesn't know about it is there any is there any other do you have a different take on on him or her now I think there's no way she doesn't know about it. I mean, you know, I mean, surely they've had wine a lot of times. Uh, I, I think she knows about it. And the fact that, you know, I'm probably friends with her and him and neither of them um, told me about it before. I just feel like, hey, you know, it's it's uh, it's this like, kind of benevolent, magical thing. I haven't been too worried about it because I've, I've had wine at his house before. And, I, you know, I haven't gotten like weirdly sick or, or anything from it. So. No, I'm not looking at her. I mean, I'm looking at her a little bit like, are you guys like a magical family? Okay. But, uh, but I'm not upset. <laughs> um, Rush, do you imagine any circumstances where you would try to obtain the bottle or would take the bottle in exchange for your silence on the issue? Huh. Uh, no. First of all, I would never hold them hostage and, and say, <laughs> I'm going to rat you out on your... Uh, on your uh, magical bottle unless you give it to me no 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 um but you know look i, I would be interested uh, you know, i don't even i i think i'm i'm picturing in my head like my friend john gilligan because um and and uh and his wife kate okay were two of my great friends kate was a friend of mine ever since high school and uh the reason i'm thinking about them is they always do have like a uh like a wine like decanted uh-huh. Uh, if you go and have dinner at their house and it's just sitting out there and then like they they have, I guess, a wine cellar so they will keep the bottle, you know, full. And so I think I'm thinking of it because of that. And he's also got this thing with like this huge bottle that has uh, this huge glass thing that has all of the corks from all of the restaurants that he and uh, Kate visit together. Just as like kind of an odd uh, little keepsake. Type Very thing. nice. So um so anyway, if if it's uh, if it's them, I'm like I, I want them to keep it. I mean, they're they're drinking, they're using the wine way better than I would. <laughs> you know, there's some other stuff. If it was bottomless, you know, like uh, uh, peanut butter and chocolate ice cream, okay, Baskin Robbins, <laughs> maybe I would. I would uh, you'd, them you'd, for there'd it. be two dead friends, and uh, and you had heading out the back porch. <laughs> Could be, and then I just fill their house with peanut butter and chocolate ice cream, and no one no one can figure out the, the crime. <laughs> Uh, is there, lastly, is there anything that, that was immediately came to your mind that I didn't ask you about or thought you had that, um, uh, that I could have, could have, uh, 
would be interesting. I, would be if worried, I, I am worried about whether the, the wine is causing any like long-term damage to me because of it's, you know, magical properties. Although it seems like the bottle has the magical properties and not the wine. Okay. Um, I'm confused about why he would lie about that. It came from Wisconsin. That was, a. Uh, uh, you know, but he got me, threw me off the scent for, uh, for <laughs> well, prior I, dinner parties. I think it was that, like, you really liked the wine and, and he, I think he had to make it kind of far enough away that you just weren't going to go take a cab to in town and try and go buy the wine. I think he had to make it so that he could get his hands on it pretty accessibly, but that you couldn't just go somewhere and, and find, and find yeah. this vint- vintage He's going to feel really bad when I'm like, I, I drove up hey, to Wisconsin. Buddy, you know, it's not that far away. I was going I'm going. i up in Fond du Lac. I, I can't find, I can't find this, this guy. Yeah. I also want to know, I want to know if, can you put any type of wine in there and then it just keeps refilling it? Or is it, is it that wine only? It's like, just that red. It's just that dinner red. Yeah. I hear you. Well, he, he says, Hey, we, we can talk later. We have to talk later about it later this week. I'll give you a call. And then you never hear from oh. him again. Yeah, why is he hiding it from? It's, is it just who else is at the party? I, that, that would a couple of squares, you... and you know, someone's 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 uh, in law. There's an in law there. Okay. We just can't get into it right now, you know. Okay, if it was just me and him and uh, and his wife. Oh no, then, no, no. Yeah, there's there's like six or seven other people there. Yeah. All right. Very good. Very good. Okay. Uh, still in massage in a bottle, TJ. Yes. Uh, here's the situation. Hit me. You've been kidnapped. No, nuts. Yeah, Wait a minute. Do I come kidnapped. to an do I come to in a room with a cauldron in it? Nope. Go, baby. No, pull more. Get, pull more. Yes. Yeah. You get bopped on the head by the kidnappers. They take you to a, a spot. You don't know where you are. They can't keep um, me. They can't keep me. There, there's not a place built that can hold me, baby. I'm I'm getting oh, out of yeah, here. The, this one's holding you no problem. Oh, nuts. And uh, it, you're in a, a room with nothing. White walls. No door handle. No way. You know, to get in or out, uh, locked on the outside. Um, and uh, at one point, one of your uh, kidnappers comes in and he's like, look, uh, I'm going to be kind of I'm going to have a little bit of fun with this. And he says, we've been writing these ransom letters, you know, and you have to cut the the, the letters out of the magazine okay. uh, to send uh, for the ransom letters. And it's kind of a pain in the, in the butt. But uh, um, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hand you this sheet. That has all 26 letters exactly once. Okay? Okay. And then I'm going to give you this envelope. All right? This blank envelope with a stamp on it. And I'll mail it for you. I promise. I won't read the message. I won't uh, I won't interfere with it in any way, shape, or form. But you can use those 26 letters exactly one time Ooh. each uh, in order to... Uh, uh, to, to write a message, then I'll, I'll write out the address for you. You don't have to use the letters for the address that you're going to send it to. And the last thing is I'll let you ask me three questions, any three questions you want. I'll answer them honestly. And, um, you know, we'll see if you can get rescued off of that. And if you can't, you know, it's too bad. Wow. Wow. Um, all right. I say, uh, what's, what's the address here? Uh, we are underneath Wrigley Field, so uh, maybe like 3601 North Clark Avenue. Okay. Um, 
That might be all I need. I don't know if I need all any right. other questions. Yeah, yeah. I hate, hate to waste uh, the other two, but uh, very good. I'll take off. Uh, do I have any uh, any punctuation? No, you have 26 letters. Okay. All right. Um... What do you want? You want? I'll give you. I'll give you some punctuation. You can have a period, an exclamation point, and a question mark and a comma. One of each. Okay. Can I use my comma as an as an apostrophe? Yeah. Good. Okay. Smart thinking. <laughs> All right. Um, um. Okay. Let me see. U N D R. Uh, Hmm. That one's going to be tough. I think I want to spell out Wrigley entirely. Um, so it kills my I and my E. But I think I need that. Um, no. You know what? Um, I'm going to take that. All right. Okay. I might be ready. All right. Uh, so what do you what letters do you use? What's your message that you put into uh, this envelope that he'll mail wherever you like? I'm gonna put uh, miss I think I'm gonna use U N D E for my first word. Leave that there. All right. U N U N D E? Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. And then the next word's gonna be W R I G L Y. Okay. And then, um, and then I'm just gonna do uh, H P exclamation point. Let me see. Can I still? Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna do kidnapped with an apostrophe, but there's a. Uh, I think I'm just gonna do that and let and and uh, I'm gonna mail it to. I mean, why, why not put a dash and write TJ at the bottom of that? Um. Well, I mean, if I mail it to Beth, she's gonna she's gonna know it's me, because um, I haven't been home. Yeah, I she, mean, but she's gonna get it. it can't can't hurt. It's DJ. It's a it's a ransom note. In in absolute ransom style, and I haven't been home for however many days it takes to deliver this. <laughs> she'll yeah. she'll she'll get it. She'll get that it's me, and then I'm just gonna. I th- I think from that she'll be able to to piece together un- under Wrigley help. Um. So, and I'm not even gonna use the other letters. All right. <laughs> I think I other letters that. might confuse it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the I don't know if the HP for help is a uh, a benefit or a detriment. Yeah. To, uh, to it, add that in there, it might be. It might just can. It might just confuse it. But I I can't pull the L out of. Yeah. I, I I should probably just drop it. But I yeah. But I I can't make it better. So I'm 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 guessing. I'm hoping that with the exclamation point next to it, it sounds like help with. With that, with that there, but I think I'm just gonna like keep the rest of the letters and and kick myself in the ass once I once I look at like an A and an S and a bunch of other stuff that I could I could have probably yeah. used. 
<laughs> He's going to leave all that there to torture you with, uh, with the other stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you couldn't have spelled Beth in there. Uh, all right, well. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, gonna deliver she, it. He's gonna deliver it to her, so or to our house. So you know, she's you know. All right. Well, don't tell Beth about this. I'm gonna send her okay. a note. Okay. <laughs> I'll try this. not to. We. We'll see. We really try. What? We try and keep a lot of secrets from each other. So so this yeah. this shouldn't this shouldn't be shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, now that this is primed, and of course someone has a chance to sit down with it, and you know, and 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 figure it out. But that's primed for. There being maybe fifty better answers to that one than than what I than what I just did. <laughs> no, you might well. I mean, that's a good question. <laughs> All right, Rush. Do you have a Do you have a pencil with you? You might have to jot do. down a, a, a couple of notes for yourself here. So, here's the situation, Rush. Which of these would you find the most grievous behavior and least grievous if a good friend did this? Cool. Okay. Uh, and they they're kind of all over the place. So, um, uh, but yeah, if someone did it, what would you be like? Oh my god! And the other, and all the way down to like, ah, I can see that. Number one, found a bottle with a message in it and didn't pick it up. Okay. Has a Christmas gift from you that is still sitting somewhere unopened. Okay. You both go out for a night out. He finds a $100 bill and doesn't buy the next round. Okay. Includes you on a constantly active text chain you never wanted to be placed on in the first place. Yep. Seems to have no memory of things you did together that you thought were pretty big and important. Okay. And lastly, loud, sloppy, gross eater. Oh, Oh boy! All right. Um, okay, least problematic. Okay, of the six uh, doesn't open my Christmas gift. Okay, I give a lot of like uh, I give people like board games and things like that that they may well have no interest I, in. And, and just I'm, I'm just a, for clarity's sake, it's it's still um wrapped. It's not even like he doesn't even know what it is. Uh that's worse. Okay. That's worse. But um I'm okay with that. I mean again, like whatever. It's a, a gift I gave if you if you don't want it or you I mean if you haven't unwrapped it, it suggests that you probably are just like, I don't like this stuff Rush typically gives me, in which case like it's probably on me for uh uh, not, uh, you know, better understanding okay. uh, what stuff. Now, if I've never given him a gift and this is the first gift ever, then I'm like, then I can't be mad about it. Cause I'm like, that's just weird. You know, <laughs> they just, they just didn't get around to it. But if I've given him multiple gifts and then I go over and it's like, Oh yeah, well it's rushes. I mean, it's going to be something that we hate. Um, you know, it would hurt my feelings, but like, it's, it's not like unforgivable behavior. Okay. Uh, um, Next, uh, lowest is going to be, um, oh, I'm going to say, uh, you know, I'm not sure I'm being honest about this one, but I'm going to say loud, sloppy, gross eater because it's really not their fault. Okay. Probably, you know, um, I think like if you've got like a deviated septum and other, there could be other things that you can't breathe well or that just cause you to be, uh 
have a tough time with that, or you may just have like uh, poor muscle control, etc. Um, or you just gonna bother. You could also just be a me. dick because you know you're also just sloppy about it too. You know, like yeah. No, it's gonna bother me, but I, I think like I'm gonna probably feel like that's something that's tough on you for your whole life, and I, I don't need to judge you. you know? <laughs> All right. Uh, Does that ruin? It, but it, do you just do you? Per, look for every opportunity not to share a meal with this person to do things other than other than eat out. Yeah, probably, okay. which is a big big time bummer because like that's one of the main thing I do with my friends. You know, back before we had a pandemic, uh-huh. was uh, I would go to uh, to dinners with them. So um, it it's a bummer. I just I feel like I shouldn't rate it higher. I mean, you make a good point that maybe like the sloppiness, but I just think I know some people, uh, people that I really like who who have a problem in this regard and i don't think it's within their control so i can't really hold it against them um number four number four is going to be um include me on the text chain it's going to piss me off yep um and i'm i'm going to find it increasingly frustrating uh, to be on there but probably like they didn't mean mean badly to put me on it in in the first place but like you know, with, with the way that phones work and, and like my Apple watch works and everything, like the texts are much more invasive than an email is. Uh huh. Yep. So, um, and I don't mind, like I, I enjoy getting texts, you know, 93% of the texts. I'm like, Oh great. Okay. You know, happy to, I, I think, you know, I mean, I respond very quickly. I yep. emails and texts for the, for the most part. Are, are, um, are all of your devices rush set to notify you? Uh, whenever you get a text and or an email and if so how like vibrate make a noise or or just notify you on the screen or or, or what's your level of uh accessibility with that kind of stuff so my computer will notify a text but silently it'll come across the top right of the screen okay my uh, i won't know on my email i'll have to go to the email page okay my phone will make a small a tiny vibration one time for uh, an email and twice for a text. Okay. And, uh, but my watch, uh, like, gives a little vibration on every text and not on emails. Okay. Gotcha. And so, uh, so emails are not problematic. I mean, first of all, I need for work purposes to know every time yeah. a work email comes right, in. So that's not a problem. I'm used to it. Like, I, I'm getting buzzed all day by the phone, but the, the watch, uh, comes up far less often. So when like, you know, if I'm like doing a bike ride, uh, and, and there's 40 texts on a text chain, I'm like, Oh my bum, God, bum, you bum, know, bum, it yeah. just, it's like, keeps going. It drives me crazy. But you know, obviously I could turn it off if I wanted to, but I, I, I want to get the, I want to get notified on the vast majority, but if it's on like some frivolous text chain, that yeah. I don't need to be on. That's frustrating. Uh, number three, Number three is going to be the hundred dollar bill thing. Okay. Uh, uh, you know that's pretty unacceptable. I think like to have, uh, assuming that we were like walking along together, and I find a hundred dollar bill, I'll be like, "Wow, great! This right. is like ours communally." Right. What right? are we like, doing? And then <laughs> if we don't spend all of that in 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 this afternoon right. that we're having together, we failed as human beings. Yeah. Right. Like, like whatever we're doing, we just upgraded. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So it's like we're going to we're walking to McDonald's. No, we're not. We're going to a vet. We're going to a vet. Here we go. Uh, So 
and you know, if you don't, uh, yeah. So if you don't use that, that hundred dollar bill for both of us, um, that I'm going to just be like, what, what was up with that? Yeah. You know, now it's, it's no, it's not a huge deal, but it just is going to suggest to me like some deeper personality uh, issues between me and this person. Um, similarly, number two for me, which is found a message, yeah. a bottle with a message in it. And then just like, Good. didn't care. I'm glad like, that I that's high. I wanted that to be high. Cause I think I find that damn near unforgivable. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's just like, where, where is your curiosity? Right. Man? Like, come what, on. What like, kind of person are you? <laughs> yeah. There's a pretty good chance that there's like, no value to this message. Right. It's going to be un- uh, illegible or whatever. But Would you like, also not rescue a child from a burning building? Like what? What the hell? What the hell are you about? <laughs> it's like if you if you found yourself in a laboratory with a benevolent witch, <laughs> right. and then we're like, "Don't brew that potion. <laughs> right. Just teleport me out of here." Like I don't have time. I don't have time for those people. Uh, and then and then number one though, number one by a long shot is no memory of our like uh, history together. Like then I'm just like, well, this this. Uh, I'm just not going to be friends with that person. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, they they clearly aren't friends with me. Um, and if it's like, yeah. Remember that time when the two of us flew to uh, Spain together for kinda, three days? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah. I guess we did that. I mean, no. Like, you got to, you know, you got I one of, one of the traits that I like in people um, that I find over time is I, I do like, I do tend to like people that have a good memory. Uh, oh, yeah. Because I think that makes for better like storytelling and better kind of shared um, shared history, right? When you when you have uh, uh, the ability to recall like your your past stuff together, and also just um, it, it makes you more interesting because you have a broader range of stuff you can talk about because you're not just like a you know goldfish that that can tell you about the last uh, the last month of your life and that's it. You know? It's also a really attractive quality uh, for someone to remember better the things that other people did, you know, like when you're sitting around and telling a story and someone else is the one who says, and you said, you know, and then he said that they have, you know, like that, uh, that it's not, the focus is not on their part of the story, but what their, you know, what their buddies did and what else, what else happened. That's a pretty thing. One, 100%. Um, all right. So TJ, I got. I guess I'll do one more, and then we'll go back to the top. Sounds good, pal. All right, uh, I'm going to try this one. This was a, <laughs> this was a little bit of a shaky situation, but I'll try it. All right. uh, so here's the situation. Uh, you are uh, you work in the the deep, uh, like the bowels of the, mm. uh, the the worldwide YouTube library. Okay. And as I've talked about on this podcast before, there's a great short story called The Library of Babel by uh, Jorge Luis Borges. It's one of my favorite uh, stories I've ever read. And it's about a library that has every book that's ever been written. Not every book that has been written, but every book that could be written. Okay. As long as it's up to like 400 pages of uh, 80 lines per text, 40 characters per line, et cetera, et cetera. So in that library is every book that ever could be written which then drives people crazy because they realize that there is a book that has exactly their life uh, written, you know, from start to finish and it tells them everything. And then they realize there's a book in there that accurately describes uh, where to find all the other books in that library and other stuff. So it's okay. just an interesting thought experiment. This is uh, YouTube like that, except you have videos of everything that could have occurred. Okay. All right. 
Uh, but wow. you're in the comedy division. Oh, okay. Um, and what made me think about this from the, from the, uh, from this, uh, the theme this week is one of my favorite old YouTube videos is the one where Orson Welles is just hammered and cannot get uh, oh, yeah, through sure. a champagne commercial. Yeah. Have you seen that one? I, I, I so. think I've seen that and I've listened to one of our backstage things uh, at Second City was we would listen to uh, audio recordings. It was called Celebrities at Their Worst. And there was okay. a lot of Orson Welles stuff of like, I think it was goddamn like a bird's eye commercial of like, there is a fjord and he's trying to he's got to tell you about these peas how these peas grow and, yeah. and uh so we'd listen to that and like shatner being real snippy about how he says sabotage um so i i think i've seen that by uh, that orson wells if not i'm i'm well acquainted with with the 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 type of thing we're talking about but yeah because he he talks about a, a bottle in that one but he's like it's he's like there uh, are the french Champagne is noted for its excellence. <laughs> it's uh, there's a California champagne. It's fired <laughs> by that same French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle, and then and then he just trails off, and then he's like a, basically asleep. And the, these other people are just pros, you know, trying to hang in. There. Right, right. Uh, so anyway, there you are, uh, and you have access to all of these hidden, uh, these great wonders, and uh, you're you're there to pull up some funny stuff that's happened uh, over the years. Um, and so I want you to give me, uh, three videos that we don't know about the world has never seen that are really, uh, enjoyable ones that we ought to give uh, a watch to. Okay. Um, there's, um, there's, there's a, this is a nice one. It's, it's strong old people punching, punching, um, like college dudes. (laughs) They and the colleges have no idea it's coming, and then and then just old people like walking up, apropos of nothing, and just decking, decking a dude like t you know t shirt, real tan on top of fake tan, sunglasses on top of head, you know the, just those guys getting getting popped by by old getting, people, getting some come up and yeah, uh, so it's like a it's like a supercut of strong old people punching yeah. college douchebags. Yes, yeah. Wow. Um, uh, Russ, you know, no there, one was hurt. No one was hurt in that recording. I hope. No promises made on that. No, some dudes were hurt. Yeah, some dudes oh, were no. hurt. Um, so Rush, there's the there's there are a couple like short form improv games that like that that we know of that other people might not. Where it's like a hundred and one or whatever number you try you decide to do. Like uh, you you get an object of like bananas. All right, and you have to make up a stand up joke about a hundred and one bananas walking in walking into a bar, and usually it's some pun or whatever. Um, so it's, it's series of those kind of games are like sex with me is like, uh, a plunger, uh, you know, you're all stopped up at the end or whatever, but it's the world's greatest comedians playing those games. Oh, nice. So it's like Pryor and Carlin and Chappelle and Stephen Wright and Woody Allen from his stand up days. And like all of these people actually doing those those games norm mcdonald um so it's 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 that's pretty it's pretty great because it's also great to see them have a hard time it's something that you know like i think we've both probably had a hard time with trying to do trying to do before um and who's like succeed brilliantly you know that you wouldn't think of at first but like is one of the is one of the stars of that uh performance well i mean norm is great 
but it's it's norm you know it's it's a, it's always a seven minute thing and like you you forget even where you started and then he'll still he'll still hit it he'll still hit it at at the at the end um roseanne is surprisingly good at it <laughs> But, you know, but a lot of it's delivery, you know, because it's it's also being up there, getting up there, being cocksure and confident about it. And so um, people who shtick is a little bit more like they're uncomfortable. It reads like fear of the actual um, of the actual game. And so people who go up there strong and, you know, and 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 just nail it, even if it sucks, they nail the, the delivery that they tend to do better. Who's the most aggressive? Like, who's the guy that gets out there or the girl that gets out there, you know, almost on every one? And if there's dead air, who doesn't care, we'll go out there and fill it. Just uh, Dice. Uh, the per- who, oh, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Never, never lands one. Never lands one and walks out there every time. It seems like, just about every time, it seems like he was, he knew exactly where he was going and just did had no idea where he was where he was going never landed the plane can't land the plane nope nope but he but he takes off over and over and over again was rickles in there oh yeah rickles is great rickles rickles also ignored the suggestion a bunch but but it's rickles you know like yeah it's tough to blame him tough to blame him uh carlin was steady steady always pun heavy kept you know kind of kind of did the strict structure but was just very good at it who snuck in the single best line in the whole video? Um, in your in your opinion, uh, I don't know why he's, he's on my mind. But, uh, Dean Martin. All right. Yeah, because it's not even you don't even think of him as a stand up, but it, he had that kind of like it's all right, baby style of the old roasts, and so he he just he just dropped you know he dropped it in, and he wasn't out there; he was in the back line while it happened but the back line was all mic'd because a lot of shit's going on back there you know like yeah 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 so he, he oh that sounds like an incredible video. Oh, he took he took to the that. ass out of amy schumer and it killed everybody you know it was it was um and schumer loved it too you know actually as, as you would it's dino um yeah. so yeah it was it was pretty and then the last one here's here's one of my favorite genre and i'm glad that they were able to expand on it i love seeing babies get trucked by dogs because oh, yeah. it's kind of a no fault, you know, like obviously no malice is meant by by the dog, you know, um, yeah. and and babies are usually pretty flexible about it. This one, they did guarantee that no babies were were, you know, seriously injured. They they definitely said seriously. Um, okay. um, so this is this. It's not just dogs. It's animals from around the world trucking babies. So water buffalo and uh, <laughs> yeah, birds, oh, no. yeah, birds, monkeys, monkeys. You're not sure that they didn't have malice attached, uh, but like a penguin trucking like a little kid down in you know like way down in South America. So it's it's babies getting trucked by animals from around the world. Wow, yeah. another great supercut. Oh, yeah. it's wonderful. It's really wonderful. I like. It. I, w- I would like if you could dig out for me um, a supercut of dogs jumping into piles of leaves. Okay. Yo. Yeah. I can find that. I got seven minutes right. of that. Easy. Yeah. This. This. There's. There's almost. There's almost forty thousand episodes, and each episode is two and a half hours long. So there's. There's a lot to pour through. A lot to oh, pour good. through. Yeah. Good. Well, right. you got every video that's ever could be made. Down <laughs> all right. There. So, all right. Great. Very good. All right, Rush. Back to the top. Rush have. Uh, before we get into this, have you do you get massages? Have you had a massage before? Is it something you enjoy? Uh, no, yes, yes. Okay. So I would. Not, I don't frequently get massages. I have had probably three or four. 
maybe maybe no no more than ten certainly in my life. Uh, well, wait a second. I probably had like half a dozen uh, sports massages. Okay. When I had a uh, an injury in, during my senior year of high school for running. Those were uh, not pleasant at yeah. all. Those were extremely painful. Um, and overall, like they did their best, but but you know I, I got I. I I pulled a muscle like three weeks before the end of the season. And, and so to, to try to run the state meet was, uh, was very painful. Um, so that sucked, but, but overall, like just the kind of relaxing massage, I haven't probably had one in 15 years or so, wow. but I, okay. I often think I'm going to get one and then I never do. Okay. Well then, then I think early on in here, you'll be fine with these. So I'm just going to describe some conditions of a massage. And I'd like you to tell me if any point you just like tap out and like, thank you. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm all set. Cool. Okay. Um, a person comes into the room and just says, uh, Mr. Howell, go ahead and get comfortable. Your masseuse will be with you in just a couple of minutes. Cool. I'm out. Oh, darn it. <laughs> yeah. I tried to start. No, no. The, okay. Um, I'm good. All right. I'm still in. Great. A couple minutes later, a lady walks in. No problem. No problem. All right. A couple minutes later, a fellow walks in. Sorry. I got a two person massage. I'm sorry. Uh, reset. And instead of a lady walking in, a man walks in. That's okay. Okay. Um, reset in a couple of minutes later, uh, an 18 year old walks in of either sex. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not thrilled about that, but I'm okay. Okay. Then any of the above walk in and your masseuse says you'll need to get completely naked for the massage. Yeah, I'm probably still there. Okay. Um, you, uh, you realize, um, as the massage right after the massage starts that there's a, like a hold bar, above the table and that you're going to get walked on. You're going to get foot massaged, uh, stomped on or walked across at some point. Uh, yeah, I, I, no, I don't think so. I don't want probably that, that, that doesn't seem necessary to me. It seems like too advanced the massage. I would say, please don't use the whole bar. Okay. Okay. How about, um, you're face down, you're getting massaged and you're you're certain you smell all alcohol and you hear like a sipping noise at one point. I'm I, I'm okay. I mean, I would prefer that they're not drinking on the job, but like I'm not too worried that they're gonna like fuck my back up or whatever. Okay, they say, uh, hey, I'm just gonna put on some music, and it's pretty hard like metal music. No, uh, unacceptable. Okay, I'm there to I'm there to relax. Uh, I'm leaving if they won't take that music off. Okay. You're you're ten minutes in and they say, just to clarify, um, you signed up for the three hour the three hour massage, right? Okay, that sounds pretty good. Okay, great. Um your masseuse walks in and you realize you know them through uh some sort of familial relationship. Yeah, I, I uh... Uh, I think I would probably, uh, I think I would probably stay out of like concern that it, you know, it wouldn't certainly wouldn't go knowing that in advance. Okay. But then I would feel, I would feel bad, but yeah, I, I, you wouldn't want like, you know, my, my great aunt, uh, uh-huh. it'd be a little weird. <laughs> How about if you had met, you realize you've met your masseuse before through some sort of social activity through... Less concerned about that. And, so it would be okay. and lastly, if you had met your masseuse through some sort of professional interaction before. Uh, hard to 
specifically Envision, but if you're like, oh, yeah, I used to be uh, CEO of this company, you represented <laughs> me in a lawsuit, now I'm giving massages. All right. Okay. Uh, so you'd hang pretty tough through, through. Beth went for a massage one time and didn't realize it was, I think it's called like a shiatsu, which is like a lady holds onto a bar and walks, walks across you and like, you know, they dig their yeah. heels and the balls of their feet in. Um, she was, I think she hung through it, but she was not, not super enthused about that being thrown into the mix. I would definitely tap out if it was like, there, there's all sorts of ones that are, that are like way more aggressive. Right? Uh-huh. They have the deep, deep tissue. They have a, a couple names of them. I like can't a Reiki them, or something. Is there yeah. something like that? Yeah. Like, I don't want those suction cups on me. that are going to leave like the gigantic hickey type marks, you yeah. know, like I don't want like a hot rock put on my back that, uh, you know, all, all that sort of stuff. Like it, if I, if I'm going to get a massage, I want it to be pretty, pretty down the middle. Um, I will say that I, I recall like having these like 30 minute massages a couple times. I don't know. Maybe it was 12 to 20 years ago and being like, ah, I wish it was a little bit longer. Uh-huh. So the three hour thing doesn't, doesn't terrify me, but like in anything where they're like, all right, this is going to hurt. I'm like, no, 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 I, I'm not there for the, um, you know, uh, muscle uh, performance enhancement long-term or whatever. I'm just there to try to relax. What if they said, I'm going to put a lamb on you? You're going to like it. It feels good. I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a lamb. I'm going to put a lamb uh, on your back. Like a, like the animal. Yeah. No, no. Okay. What if they said like, it's really going to feel good, man. It's, it's nice. It's real nice. No, I don't want a lamb on my back. Like, that, what are they going to do? Flip it over like the top of a sheep? <laughs> so it's like nice and like soft uh, and furry. I mean, maybe. But if I, the lamb is up walking around on my back, like, yeah. I don't, that's no, that, no. Oh, it digs in there. Those little hooves just dig right in on those five. He finds the knots. Lambs hate knots. So they get in there and just work them out, work them out for you. Uh, I, I, after, you know, I wish I could go back and rewrite this because I know there's, there's so many places I, I, I could have gone with this now that I, that I didn't. And I, I wish, I wish that I had. But yeah, but well. you know instead of instead of getting uh, a reiki style situation there you got a nice soothing relaxing massage massage situation yeah. there. It's very good. <laughs> Just uh, put on some some relaxing tunes not that heavy metal and yeah. we're all good. Crack open a massage in a bottle and uh, save us save, save us all the time. Um, so we'll we'll thank Nate DeFort who produces for us Julie Nichols who composed our themes and uh, Emily Cardamus who did the artwork. Um, you can get us at here's the situation podcast at gmail.com. Uh, why don't you take us out, Rush? Anything else? Nope. Thank you very much for uh, taping. <laughs>